I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. All right, I am uh, going to do the post game tonight. Let me just tweet this out, and uh, we can get started. It uh, doesn't look like anyone is here yet. We'll just give it a second for me to tweet this out. Uh, let's do that hockey, gang. Post game time. East. All right, a couple people are filtering in. Uh, that is tweeted out. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Uh, so the Flyers lose a uh, real nail-biter tonight. Uh, it was, my God. I-, I tweeted jokingly, but maybe it's true. They need to uh, stop scoring in the first period because – they keep coming away with a couple goals. This one, they only had one, but uh, they, they get the 1-0 lead, and all downhill from there. Um, was this their worst game of the season tonight? Uh, I mean, I just saw, you know, for a lot of their losses, maybe not as much recently, but even when they don't score, they seem to, like, play well. The, we say the process is right. They, uh, I can take some positives away from uh, a lot of their losses this season. Um, Tonight, I just saw a bad all-around effort. I mean, another game where no forwards outside of the the top line score. Really, nobody threatened. I mean, I'm looking at this box score. I see 38 shots on goal, and I don't know. They scored two goals, let's say. Five of them were quality. Would you say they had five quality chances tonight? I, I don't know. Uh, Simmons had a had a good chance at that uh, ghost rebound on the power play early, but he couldn't locate the puck and got checked, and uh, that was that. That disappeared. Uh, Konechny missed on a breakaway again. I What is he, like two for a thousand on breakaways in his career, that dude, if he ever learns how to finish on breakaways, he's going to be a Richard trophy winner. But at what point does he start scoring? This is 13 in a row for Simmons without a goal. Uh, This team, I see like, even when they win shifts, they don't do enough to actually put the puck in the net. I saw so many instances tonight, late in the game. We're late in the game. It's they've already scored uh, to make it 4-2. It's, you know, second half of the third period. Giroux and Couturier are controlling the puck behind uh, behind Vancouver's net. Voracek's off on the far side, and both defensemen are at the point. No one. No one in the slot. I don't know how you're supposed to score at that configuration. At this point, I know I've been easy on the coach. I've said, like, okay, let's, you know, it's it's not just the coach or there are certain things the coach doesn't control. I don't know if it's the coach or a team mentality or what at this point, but 
they are finding different ways to lose every night. And I was joking with Charlie because Charlie's been on this. Like some nights, it's some nights is bad goaltending. Goal some nights the, there's no secondary scoring. Some nights it's bad penalties. They just find different ways to win. I was joking that, you know, maybe they're uh, just figuring out every single way to lose games. Um, maybe they're just figuring out every single way to lose games so that they're able to reverse engineer victories in the second half. But I, I just see a team that can't put together – I see a team that can't put together a 60-minute team victory. They can't – they just are so bad at generating uh, offense um, consistently. They're, you know, their goaltending has been really good, and tonight Michael Neuvert comes out first start in a while and is not great. I mean, I can't even blame um, – can't really even blame – Honestly, the first three goals on him. One's a breakaway that he could have stopped, but it's a Sedin on a breakaway. I'm never going to blame a goalie for giving up a breakaway goal. And the two uh, the two Besser goals were um, uh, completely undefended. Uh, it, leaving guys alone in the slot, that power play goal they, they allowed. Uh, I forget who it was. I think it was it was Tarion or might have been Clement who said, um, oh, yeah, no real chance for Mark Alt on that play. Well, yeah, because the guy came free in the slot, and well before the puck got there, Mark Alt decided to stand still. Um, I have no idea why Moran isn't playing for Mark Alt. If this is what we think Mar fine out of Mark Alt is, I mean, they're using him on the penalty kill. He's leaving guys alone in the slot staring at him. I, what did Alt even do tonight? Uh, let's give his TOI a look. That'll be the first thing I'm upset about tonight. Um, he played a team low, 12-32. Gostas Bear played 20-09. Manning played 20-18. Proverov, 26-50. Uh, Haig, 19-19. Sandheim, 17-21. So if you don't trust... If you don't trust, I mean, right now Mark Alt is getting less ice time than like Nick Schultz was. And Nick Schultz was physically incapable of skating more than 15 minutes. Like, for what his role was as a sixth defenseman penalty kill guy, he was serviceable. I, I'm not going to tell you I want Nick Schultz back or that. I'm just comparatively. What a serviceable penalty kill guy, like I guess they're using Mark Alt as, will give you is 15 minutes. They got 12.32 out of Mark Alt tonight, and he wasn't good. Uh, let's see. What are his game logs looking like? He has played 16, 54, 15-25, 12-14, 8-27, 13-05. And then tonight, under 13 minutes. So what is he giving you that you're liking so much that your 2013 first-round pick cannot get on the ice? What does he get? Oh, we played him 12 minutes. He's clearly just, we're just going to go with five. We'd rather go with five defensemen than find out, finally, if Samuel Moran can play. I don't under... It, this just – it all shows me they don't believe in Samuel Moran. I Tonight was just such a bad effort all around that I, I'm fully on board with criticizing the coach, fully on board with criticizing the general manager tonight. If they are really this bad, why aren't we seeing 
the kids. And I know I've been, I've been part of them. Oh, well, we got, you know, we got Provorov Konechny last year. Wheel came up. We got Haig and Sanheim this year. It's a slow trickle. Nolan Patrick. No, not enough. Uh, what's the point? If if they're not even going to be competitive, which they haven't been, getting shut out or getting crushed by – they got crushed. I don't care what the shots on goal said tonight. They got crushed by Vancouver, by Vancouver and Vancouver stinks. Uh, Vancouver is not a good team. I well, – like, uh, what is their record? Right now, they're in a playoff spot, 12-8-3, minus three goal difference, or 10-8-3. So they're 11-8-3 now. They're worse than that. I'm going to tell you right now, Vancouver is not a playoff team. They are not that good. The Flyers, I know, aren't good either, but Vancouver stinks. And he came out and you got crushed by him tonight at home. Uh, they're playing tomorrow, right? They are away. They're, uh, they're in Brooklyn tomorrow, then they're home on Friday. Uh, like they're going to lose both these games the way they're playing right now. I am so frustrated with this team because why can't I just see the kids? I saw everyone out there tonight. I've never seen an effort where nobody could handle the puck. I saw more guys just mishandle pucks, just stick handle right into two defensemen, just not be able to accept a pass. Uh, disgusted with what I saw out there tonight. This is the worst game I've seen them play. This is the most negative post game I've done because I've normally been able to pull some sort of positive out of most of their losses this year. I see something that I liked. Uh, what did I like tonight? I thought Provorov looked pretty good. And honestly, what else? Um, Brian Elliott continued to look sharp. What did Elliott have tonight? Elliott stopped all 13 of the shots he saw. He played 23 minutes and 20 seconds. So that's what I'll give you. Brian Elliott continues to look sharp. And uh, Ivan Provorov, who we already know is good, was pretty good again. Uh, that's it. You know, 27 minutes for Provorov. <laughs> because, you know, why not just use him 20? Why not just play him half the game and only have five defensemen? Just bring Mark Alt up. He's fine. Yeah, don't need Samuel Moran. What's that worth? Oh, yeah, 2013 first-round pick. Can't get on the ice. I have no idea what this franchise is doing at this point because if they're this bad, why Why is Yuri Laterra out there? Why can't I get Vecchioni? Why can't I get Limblom? Like, what? what is the point? What is the point of this season if this is who they are? Wayne Simmons is saying, oh, relax, you know, we'll get it going. When, Wayne? This is 13 in a row without a goal. I no, the tickets don't get cheaper. <laughs> the people who paid to get into that building tonight, you know, they don't get a refund on their way out when you guys are like, ah, yeah, lost to a bad team. Sorry. Yeah. Michael Neuvert stinks. Mark Alt playing over Sam Moran. No, you don't get a refund for this. Like, I know you just want us to relax and just, you know, be the, be the Philadelphia Stepfords, you know, that Ed Snyder cultivated his goodwill with, but not happening. This is a bad team. No one should relax. Everybody should be screaming at this team right now because they're playing like shit. Let's take some of your comments. I don't have anything else prepared. It was the worst game they played all season. Here we go with the losing streak, same as last year, but this is, according to Hextall, the best possible team to put on the ice. It's sad to know we have so much young talent and we would rather lose than bring them up. And that's the thing. 
I would be on board with the losing if they were not even tanking because tanking, it's not the same in basketball. It is in hockey. You're not dependent on one guy. You're not just hoping to get a Simmons and an Embiid. You're looking for quantity over quality and to hit on a few and their drafts have been pretty decent. It's just different, but I, we were saying on Broad Street Hockey, what, today's Tuesday, so we recorded it last night. The thing that a lot of people don't recognize about the process is it got reps for guys like Robert Covington. Yeah, just jack up contested threes because you know what? You'll get good at him. And then he did. And who is this team's that guy? Who is the diamond we're going to pull out of the – like, is Jordan Wheel that guy? You know, is Oscar Lindblom fifth-round pick that guy? Like, who is – who are the guys benefiting from this team not being a playoff contender right now? Who are those players? Or is, is it Dale Weiss and Yori Laterra? Like, are those the guys we're looking to get reps? Like, Brandon Manning? is? Are we thinking Brandon Manning and Mark Alt are, 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 are going to be pieces going forward? Like, is that the thinking? Because if that's the thinking, I have to seriously start questioning harder. Because I, this is one thing I've questioned about Hextall honestly, since the Dale Weiss signing um, is his um, his evaluation of veteran talent, judging someone's ceiling and seeing what the holes of the team actually are and addressing them. Um, you know, would Braden Shen, for instance, be as good as he is this season with the Blues here if he was here? Uh, no, no, he wouldn't. I mean, he's playing with Jaden Schwartz and Vladimir Tarasenko. That's would he be? And but that's the thing is he's like top five in scoring right now. Um, would he be top five in scoring here? Doubtful. Um, would I really, really like to see him centering a line with at least two of Jordan Wheel, you know, Wayne Simmons and Travis Konechny? Yeah, I bet you that line could score a little better than the crap that they're putting out there. You know. If Valtteri Filppula, like, is Valtteri Filppula a guy who's going to be here? What is the point of Valtteri Filppula? And again, I was on board with the Shen trade because the coach clearly didn't like him. The GM, everything he's ever said about the guy is basically, I don't believe in him. Um, they were going to move on. They got good value to two first round picks. That's all well and good. But um, yeah, if you didn't want to pay a scoring winger whose primary uh, value was on the power play, $5 million for a few more years, understandable. Um, a second-line center who can put the puck in the net like Braden Shen is this year, create create the way he is this year at 5.1 for the next three seasons. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be real nice. Uh, so it, it's just like – yeah, again, I was. did I think Shen was a center in the NHL? No. Did I think he could do these things? No. But these guys get paid to be right, and they've, they're wrong, and they've been wrong about a number of things. We were told that Umberger wasn't going to be a bigger drop-off than Hartnell. Um, granted, there were financial reasons to make that trade, and I still don't think it was a bad trade, uh, but they seriously – how do I want to put this – um, Hartnell lasted. Uh, Hartnell maintained his usefulness longer than I think they expected, and Umberger was absolutely cooked the minute they traded for him. And we were told it wasn't going to be that much of a drop off. That Umberger was going to be able to skate better than Hartnell. That he was going to be able to kill penalties. Umberger's uh, second stint here is maybe the worst hockey I've ever seen anybody play. Plain and simple. Uh, and it's just little things like that adding up. Like uh, giving Dale Weiss four years. I know I keep harping on it, but. 
Is Dale Weiss a part of this team's future? Is that a guy we were counting on? I know the cap hit isn't prohibitive, but, like, come on. <laughs> He's not even playing now. For the coach, for this coach to recognize a role player like that isn't any good, and we have to keep him on this roster because no one's going to take him. Um, just bad evaluation, bad evaluation all around. I have no idea why we're evaluating that these players deserve ice time. The guys in the minors just don't. Uh, is Moran back and playing? How's he look? Moran is back and healthy, and he's playing. They're just not bringing him up. Mark Alt, more like Mark Alt, Mark Control Alt, Alt Delete. Am I right? You're absolutely right, Chris. Would love to just freaking cut him out of this lineup. Manning is horrible. Manning has been for a sixth defenseman serviceable most of this season. Uh, I haven't hated him. Um. Haven't hated his game nearly as much as I have in the past. But uh, when he's bad, he's terrible. And he was bad tonight. Fire. Fire Hackstall, bring up the kids. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, that's the thing is I know this whole rebuild on the fly, maintain competitiveness is like a, is nice in theory. But if they're going to stink – Let's stink for a reason. Let's stink because we're getting kids who maybe aren't quite ready but are maturing some time so that they can hit the ground running next season. At one point, Manning and Alt were out on the PK. Surprise, surprise, easy goal against. Uh, yeah, that was... Manning vacated his spot to move up, move up a little higher into the slot to uh, to break up a play. Puck gets behind him, and Alt stayed stationary. I don't maybe I don't necessarily blame Manning for moving up to make a play, but um, they got to talk out there, and Alt has to recognize that since one guy slid and he has to fill that spot. Like I don't know what you're doing standing in front of the net in the center of the ice covering nobody when there's a man open, you know, six feet to your left like in prime scoring position. I, you're just standing still in front of the goalie. You, you might as well just lay down on the ice and get out of the way and let the goalie see it. I, Maybe the young talent that the Flyers think are good really aren't. I, I haven't seen enough of them. I've not seen them in enough situations to uh, – I haven't seen them in enough situations to succeed. And as we've seen, some guys take longer. Braden Shen took a little while, but it paid off. Sean Couturier took a little while, but it paid off. Jake Voracek. Look at Jake Voracek's time in Columbus compared to what he's become. It takes a little bit, and that's why I want these guys up and playing as much as possible so at some point they can hit the ground running. How many years are left on Hack's deal? I think at least two more. Nothing is working. They're not syncing up as a team in any regard. Absolutely not. That's That was the such 
I've just never seen a team with – they came out with no chemistry tonight. Like, they, they had absolutely no chemistry. It was just passes behind guys, miscommunications, throwing a pass where someone was instead of where they were going. It was just like they had nothing working. Like, they don't practice. That's what it looked like. It was like a team of – it was like a team you throw together for a scrimmage and, like, like guys who have never played together before for most of the game tonight. At some point, the coach has to be held accountable. It's time for change. Granted, this is a 500 team, but we need a new system clearly. Over and over again, they come out flat. I'm all for young guys coming up, but they won't do it. Maybe cap reasons. They're not in any cap trouble, really. The, Hextall has done a good, a decent job of clearing out the, the cap issues. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I want a guy like Knobloch taking over the team midseason like this. Um, and I don't know really about many of the unemployed retreads out there to take over even on an interim basis. I want to move on from this coach. I don't love him, um, but I don't know. I don't want to just replace him for the sake of replacing him because that can cause all sorts of shit in the locker room. Laterra was on power play too, wasn't he? Yep, yep, Laterra was out there on the second power play unit. That's right, Yuri Laterra, who's not good who the general manager acknowledged was a throw-in to make the cap work in the Shen trade. You think maybe it's time to blow up the team and start shipping out some of these vets, and if they aren't going to use Moran, can they please trade him? He would bring in huge assets. I don't know what kind of value Moran has because, I mean, this organization drafted him four years ago and they they've played him one game in the nhl so that's got to tell that other teams oh yeah give us that guy that you don't believe in why would they do that in terms of blowing up the team i don't wh- who can you move wayne simmons that's it you don't sean couturier is 20 he's turns 25 december 7th like he's still a, a young guy coming into his own you don't want to move him claude Giroux is no movement clause he's not going anywhere so jake who makes over eight million i guess you could get something for him because he's playing so well but i i never think i should move the guys who are good i want to bring in more good guys and create a good team What about bringing up Vecchioni? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I have no idea why he isn't here. If the Flyers don't move up in the lottery and get Nolan Patrick, Vecchioni's almost a lock to make this team. Uh, you're icing guys like Yuri Laterra, who is on power play two tonight and is not good. I have no clue uh, why Mike Vecchioni isn't up here. It's a mystery to me. Um I have no clue where this team is going. Hexy needs to think about what the fuck is going on at the NHL level for once. Stop the developmental league obsession. He has done a great job of restocking the farm system, um, but this product on the ice needs direction. If the direction is we're going to tread water um, until some of these kids are ready, we need to see we need to see more movement here because it's kind of just been, we're going to tread water for a couple of years now. We need to see more of these kids coming up and see, um, you know, see what they are. 
and, and move on from the ones who aren't ready. That's These kids are going to be 22, and we're not going to know about them yet. And then you're not going to be able to move on at that point. When someone's 19, 20, 21 years old, you can get something for them because some other team will go, oh, yeah, yeah, we can probably top top draft pick, really well thought of product. By the time they're 24, everyone knows. You know, it, <sighs> Totally agree. Worst game of the season. I feel bad for fans that were in attendance. Imagine blowing two to three hundred on a night like that. Um, tonight, like nights like tonight. I think I've said this before, but um, I when I was a kid, I was a Phantom season ticket holder. Me and my dad went to a bunch of Phantoms games. Uh, year they won the cup, we had full season tickets '98. Um, and every now and then we would go to a Flyers game, but he would just hate it because. You know, you can only afford to go to a couple a year. Makes sense, you know. And then they play like they did tonight. And he would, he, you know, throw in the clunker. He was like, oh, they always throw in a couple clunkers. You're bound to get one if, you you know, you spend all that money. And look at that. They threw in a clunker, played like absolute garbage. It's not worth it. We're just going to go to the Phantoms game for 10 bucks a piece. I was like, oh, hell yeah. It's going to be like nine fights. I love it. Frank by Lois. But, yeah, I just uh, – the product on the ice is so bad, and it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. That's my biggest issue. Where is it going? Where is the where is the process? Where is the you know, slow climb back to relevance? Where are the guys we've been thinking about for so long? There is literally no point to playing Manning, Alt, Latera, Weiss, or even Andrew McDonald. Uh, yeah, I fully agree. No, that, that's what I'm talking about when there's just no point to any of it. You guys really want to bring in Sutter? Like, ah. no thanks. No thanks. You can't. Uh, so you want to make the playoffs and get smoked in the first round. That would be what the Sixers did for many years till they tore it down, started over. Flyers need to call Hinky. It doesn't work that way in hockey. How much better is Edmonton right now than 10 years ago? And they have a generational talent. They have a generational talent, and they're barely and they're not a contender. They've been doing it. It doesn't work that way in hockey. I'm fine with the rebuild on the fly, but I need to see more progress. I need to see more guys coming up. If you have the 2013 first-round pick still in the AHL, that's a problem. You need to make a decision on him. What does Haxtell do during intermission? Sit in the corner and stare at the floor? The team looked the same the whole game. It needs to be fired. That's a, they, um, Most of the night they're winning the shot battle. Um, I, I wouldn't say there are drastically outplaying Vancouver, but they weren't playing terribly. They were just so out of sync. It looked terrible. And then they come out. I think they were shot. They didn't have a shot like the first six or eight minutes of the third period. Like you're down. They came, what were they down? 4-1 to start the third. And they had no shots for the first like half of the period. That's unacceptable. What What is going on in that locker room? It's a great question. What does it have to take for Hexy to understand this is not a good team and make a change, any kind of change other than waving greed or swapping Weiss and Laterra in and out for each other? I have no idea what it would take at this point. When is Hackstall getting fired? I think he makes it through the season. Um, I think it makes it through the season. The Flyers have wasted Giroux's prime. They absolutely had. He's never really had a number one defenseman. Um, 
never really had a goalie. He never really had much of anything to work with. It's a damn shame what happened to Claude Giroux. Hexy struggles mightily with the proper development and integration practices. He literally doesn't know what he's doing in that regard. Hexy is his draft and answer is a draft and asset management management specialist. He does not have or shown the other skills a GM needs. Um, he's employing a tactic that worked with the Kings. That is what I will say is that what what the Kings did um, in their rebuild is a lot like what he's doing. Um, but no, he hasn't shown that he'll be the guy who can, once the pieces that you drafted are here, um, he hasn't shown that he'll be the guy to take them to that next step. I will agree with that part. The Weiss contract is symbolic of a fundamental issue Hexy has with talent evaluation. Should be discussed. It should be discussed as much as it is. I I agree. I think it's a. I think it. It's more of a demonstration of the issues, and that's and it's almost a shame for Dale Weiss. It's not because he's got a four year deal making plenty of money, uh, but it's almost a shame for Dale Weiss that uh, like he's a metaphor. Like I have more of a problem with him metaphorically than I do. He's just another bad player in a, a number of bad players I've seen come through this team. But metaphorically, what his contract stands for is a problem for me. I feel this team is at a serious crossroads. In your honest opinion, do we sell major pieces and think five-plus years for contention? I feel like this retool isn't getting anything done, or do you think coaching change and smart managing could speed that up to like two or three years? Uh, yeah, no, five-plus is, is – no, it's not going to be five-plus. It's just they need to bring – they just need to bring some guys up and see what they have. And if they don't like what they have in those guys, um, then you start thinking. But they, they're they not far enough along in the process yet to know. That's my big – they're not far along in the process yet to know where the process is going. And that's my problem with this season is that it seems pointless. If you're not that good, what is the point of – I don't know. What is the point of just – going through the motions with these guys who don't factor into the future. Time for some shakeup coaching wise and player wise team started the season with fire. Now they're struggling. Something's not right. Yeah. That I was willing to, um, I was willing to grant them that they suffered a bunch of injuries all at the same time, but a lot of those guys are back now and they still aren't getting it done. Oh, my God, Andrew, I get it. Let's be honest, they aren't that good. And that's I'm not talking about them being good. I'm not talking about them contending for a top three spot in this division. I honestly expected them to be a bubble team, and I still do, and they could get in with a good second half, which is totally feasible given the young talent. Once they make the adjustment, they could easily start producing. Um, I expected if they weren't going to contend to have the Vecchionis and the Limbloms up here and the Morans. And if they were 
closer, hanging around 500, maybe a little better. I just expected more consistency on a nightly basis. Do you think a lot of the Flyers' offensive problems would be fixed by finding a player who's a sniper? The exception of the top line, I see most of the other lines have to grind it out for goals, and they don't have to don't have the accuracy to put it in the net from distance. Thoughts? Uh, it would help. Um, they need to sustain more offense overall, but a guy who could just you know shoot and score would absolutely help them. Yes. Um, I hate Hackstall, really want him fired, but is it naive to think that fixes all their problems based on what we're seeing right now? No, that's that's one of my issues is no, I don't. Is This is a personnel issue. No one's system is to not score goals. And when I see three guys hanging out on the perimeter, two, like three, all three forwards basically below the goal line, one behind the net, uh, one on the left wing side, one on the right wing side, and both point men – high up top, no one's system is to not score goals, and that's what you're set up to do in that arrangement. So I, I don't know how Voracek doesn't leak into the slot. I don't know how when Couturier is behind the net and dishes it to Drew, he doesn't swing around and at least create some space by getting into the slot so you can get the puck either across to Voracek uh, or get the puck to the point and there's a screen and a possible deflection or a rebound situation. Like I just – I don't know how much of that is on the coach and how much of that is on the players. Um, but I know that no one's system, no coach is saying don't score. And that's like when I see that, they can't score from, from, that, from, from that arrangement. So, you know. If Hextall isn't going to – Pervade players and Hackstall is not the guy to coach team has no – I don't know. Good God, please don't joke about the young guys being bad. Could you freaking imagine hockey gods? What must we do to please you? Uh, I think a lot of them um, – I think a lot of them will be good. But we need to find out. Now is the time to be finding out about guys who've been in the system a while. Like, no, I don't think Garmin Rubsov and Morgan Frost should be here – but guys who've been in the system a little bit or guys who are of that age, like Mike Vecchioni's, what, 24? Like, it's time. It's time to know. I, I just don't like Daryl Sutter as a coach. I don't think he'd be very good. Lappy for head coach, I'm sure, is a joke. Um, I would trade Voracek somehow. I, I don't know why I would – now, if you're talking about pushing it back even further, that's what you're doing there. You're taking uh, a guy who's been here a while and is still very productive and moving him for what would amount to draft picks who aren't going to be here for a while. They are not the worst team in the league. You are not watching nearly enough of the other teams if you think the Flyers are the worst team in the league. The Kings got good fast? Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know about the Kings got good fast. Let's see. L.A. Kings. Let's go to that old franchise page. 
Uh, let's see here. From like, yeah. They missed the playoffs from 2002-03 to 2008-09. Lost in the first round in 9-10. Lost in the first round in 10-11. So, yes, they got good fast once they completed their rebuild, but the actual development process took a long time. Um, but they didn't get out of the first round, you know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons in a row. So, what is the tolerance level from Hexy right now? If the team continues to play like this, is Hexy okay with just no direction all season? That's my biggest issue. Is I want to just see some direction. I want to. Why why have Laterra in the lineup when there are just other guys who can who can fill in on a wing on a bottom six in a bottom six role? Just have someone else get some reps, see what it's like in the NHL, figure out if they can play a role. Maybe uh, like at least they eventually gave Nick Cousins a shot. You know, Scott Lawton is getting his shot. I want to see that. Are these guys stars? No, but you'll never know what you have in certain guys if you never find out. Do you think there's a risk this team could spiral out of control, almost like Colorado did last year? Uh, I don't because I like their leadership group. They just they have professionals. Um, it's not going to be uh, – they're not going to be the worst team in the league in, in 20 years, like the, the Colorado team last year. Uh, their coach straight up quit, like in August. Uh, they, they were the worst team since like the 2000 Atlanta Thrashers or something. Like it's not going to get that bad. This team has been on a downward trend since after that 10-game winning streak last year. Where are the positives on the ice pro on on the ice product? Uh, where, as you said, is the direction? What are you progressing to? I'm not seeing it. I feel you. I really want to see someone throw a temper tantrum, any sort of emotion. Give me a live shot of Hack or Simmer trashing the locker room. I just want to see someone play consistently. I just want to see Simmons come out and score two goals. I just want to see Scott Lawton come out and lay somebody out. I just want to see tangible production on the ice. I don't need guys putting on a show for me. I just want to see some consistency from the players on the ice. I love the way you all think Moran is the savior. LOL, the guy is the defensive defenseman who's going to take time to grow into this level. We need secondary scoring. Our D hasn't been bad up to this game. No one is calling Sam Moran a savior. No one thinks that that is what is happening. But it's ridiculous to play Mark Alton, Brandon Manning. They have they do not factor into the future. I want to see the players who factor into the future. The 2013 first round pick should be in the NHL. Braden Shen was the answer. Flyers have a history of trading away high-scoring players. Third and fourth lines have to pick it up. I hate that Shen is just another one of those guys. And like I said, I never believed he was a center in this league. I never believed he was as good as he is right now. And I don't believe he would be this good if he was here because there's no Tarasenko on this team. Um, but if you figured out that maybe he could be more effective at center, if maybe, I don't know, you coached him up, maybe you coached him up a little. 
if you figured out he could be effective at center and, uh, you know, maybe put a Simmons on his wing, maybe put Wheel on his wing, maybe put Konechny on his wing, guys with skill, you know. No, there's no shorts of Tarasenko, but guys with skill. Um, maybe you'd have two effective lines, and then you could keep that fourth line together, and then Nolan Patrick is with one of those leftover good wingers, and you're only dragging one guy. You're only dragging one guy. Maybe move Philpola over to wing, and you have, you know, like Philpola and Patrick kind of sharing center responsibilities the way Shen and Briere used to when Shen was just getting integrated into the league. I, you know, just my thoughts on the thing. But again, I didn't think the trade was bad at the time. GM didn't look, never believed in Braden Shen as a, uh, you know, quote unquote core piece. Um, he and the coach didn't get along, and uh, they just didn't want to pay him 5.1 for three more years. That's what it comes down to. Uh, there's enough talent on this team to be better than they are. This is a system issue and a focus issue. They play plan to high, won the shot battle, but lose the game. Passing is lazy, behind or soft. The passing was especially lazy and soft tonight. I agree with that. Uh, Moran is a third-pair defenseman on – this team, if he isn't moved, he's not the savior, but that's not why people are mad. People are mad because we have to watch Manning and other bums take his potential ice time for him to be learning from. Yeah, and that's if he's a third-pair defenseman on this team, that's good. That means the, defense, the, the defensemen in front of him are good, and you have that guy who can just be your lockdown physical presence who kills penalties. That's fine. I'd be fine with that if that's all he is. Is it a bummer that you know a first-round pick only turns out to be that? Yes. But you need those guys too, and you don't have to go and buy them. And as we've seen, when you have to go buy defensemen, they're far too expensive. You have to give Nick Grossman $3 million. You have to give Luke Shen $3 million. Like, that's too much. You'll never have to do that if that's all he is and that's his role, and that's his role from the beginning, and that's just what you tell him to do. Maybe they should have kept Laviolette. Good thing he's in Nashville now. Um, Laviolette is the coach for a good team. Um, I don't want him teaching young guys. That's not what he does. Laviolette is the coach for a team that should be contending for cups. Uh, that's why he was brought here in 2010. That's why Nashville hired him, because they had a team that could play his style, first of all. Um, you know, look at the back end the Flyers had that year. Uh, very mobile, very physical. You look at the back end Nashville has, mobile, physical, deep, uh, same as the Flyers was that year. It, he's he's the coach of a team that can play his style and is ready to win now. Um, they fired him because it, they weren't that team anymore. And also, like, he wanted to continue uh, playing the way he did with, like, uh, Kent Huskins and who the hell – I will never I can never remember the one dude's name I always want to make the example out of. Um it's gonna take a while, but you're all hanging out, right? No one has anything to do. Oh, I will never remember this guy's name. Uh let's look at maybe this year. Curtis Foster, that's who I like. Curtis Foster, yeah, you know, Nick Grossman. Uh, who was the other dude? 
Uh, Oliver Lordson never got a shot. I loved Oliver Lordson. There was one more. Maybe the year before. 2011-12. Pavel Kabina. That's the one I can never think of. Pavel Kabina moved at the rate of like, you know, he looked he looked like the earth rotating when he went from forwards to backwards, but we still played that aggressive Laviolette style. Love Laviolette style. It's a lot of fun to watch. When he has the right team, he wins as and he's taking three different teams to Stanley Cup final. Um, but it just wasn't gonna work here anymore. Maybe when he gets fired in Nashville, uh, in like a year or two, we'll bring him back and the team will be ready to win. Who knows? Who's our goalie in two years? Um Hopefully, Felix Sandstrom and or Carter Hart. What people want to see rookies make mistakes and learn and grow from them, not watch veterans make rookie mistakes, and then the coach and GM just go shrug. Well, what can you do? They played their game. They did that hockey. <laughs> yeah, that's the theme of tonight's show, basically. Uh, coming into tonight, Flyers had the sixth worst record. By Christmas, will the record be in the bottom three? No. Um as bad as the secondary scoring has been, that has to come back at least somewhat. They lead the league in five versus five save percentage. If they can just fix the penalty kill a little bit, um, get scoring on the power play more consistently again, which that always goes up and down. I don't expect a just straight downward slide from this team. I expect them to hang around 500. That's who I expect this team to be. We hear so much about two-way players that can play a 200-foot game as forwards since that is all they have on this roster, but there is only room for – there's always room for one guy who plays one-dimensional goal scoring. That's a huge issue I have with um, with coaching and team construction is so many of these two-way guys are not two-way guys. Like Belmar, Vandevelde, those dudes, no. no. What, what was the other way they played? They only played on their side of the red line. GMs, coaches have no problem putting a team on the ice that's one-dimensional as long as it's defensive one-dimensional. They just have some issue with one-dimensional guys who score a ton of goals, like goals are bad or something. I'll never understand it. I would like to hear Haxtell say why he refused to bring up more, bring more young guys up. If we we're going to be bad, why not do it with the kids? Yeah, that's my question. Uh, his answer will just be, that's not how we do it. Um, yeah, that's, he'll just give you the... They're not ready. That's not what we're looking to do. We think we can remain at least somewhat competitive, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I want to see the kids. What's happened to Wayne? Uh, Wayne is prone to scoring droughts, but this is, like, maybe the longest of his Flyers tenure. I believe that to be true. It's only – I think they said during the broadcast the second time he's gone um, more than 10 games without a goal. Um He's playing hurt, but at this point, if he's hurt, he's not helping the team. Uh, I, I thought it was commendable uh, at one point that he was staying in the lineup when so many guys were in and out. You know, Patrick gets hurt, and Wheel gets hurt, and Ghost gets hurt, McDonald gets hurt, and they're, they're just suffering injury after injury. Um, and Wayne Simmons, is you know, he's a tough guy. He's, he's a hockey player, you know. He's going to stay out there. He's going to be one of the guys uh, giving it his all always. But at this point, he's ineffective. Um, we got some guys back now. He's not helping the team by staying out there if he's if he's legitimately playing. Or he needs to take some time off. I 
I don't know. I, I don't know what's happened to Wayne. I want to blame the injury. I hope it's just the injury. We need top two defensemen back, uh, Andrew McDonald. Andrew McDonald back ASAP. Sick as it is, I'll take Andrew McDonald over, over Mark Alt. Obviously, I don't want Andrew McDonald playing top line minutes with uh, Ivan Perforov, but um, there is something to be said for the intangibles he brings that they're always talking about that we all go, oh, fine, intangibles, you know. But he does bring a certain element. This team does have a little bit more poise when he's on the ice, I believe. And um, the guys in the room all like him. I don't want Andrew McDonald here, but I don't make the decisions. So. He's better than Markle. Nothing has happened to Wayne. Wayne isn't playing with a top playmaker. Wayne has never been able to carry a line by himself. He's played with Giroux and Voracek. That is true, but he's not scoring on the power play either. And he is one of the best power play forwards in the league. Uh, so it's, it's a number of things contributing. It's a number of things contributing to his lack of scoring. He shouldn't go 13 games without a goal. That's... That's too many. It doesn't matter who he's playing with. You think one would just hit him the way he the way he plays, one should be able to bounce off him into the net. How big of a pain in the ass is it for you guys to come up with content for a team that is just flat out bad? Um, not that hard, honestly. It's uh there's always things to complain about. Break it down into segments, have five different things that you think are wrong with the team at some point throughout the week, and uh just discuss them. You know, it's I love I love doing I love doing this. Even when I come on pissed off, I love doing this, I love doing the uh the weekly show. Uh I, I enjoy it. I I don't think it's a pain in the ass at all to come out with come up with the content. It's more fun when they're winning and way more people listen when they're winning and that's always fun, you know, when like you know, ten thousand people listen to your podcast when they're winning and four thousand listen when they're losing. It's like, you know, be a little better. You know, be a little better. But uh yeah, it's um I don't think it's a pain in the ass at all to do uh to come up with the content. If this team is honestly rebuilding, then trade Simmer for a haul. I don't want to do it, but by the time we actually peak, he'll be on the downside, sell him high, he's due a big contract. Uh, my issue with that, at this point, I'm leaning towards maybe they should, but I'll never be fully on there because I think Simmons will be a key veteran on a team that wins. But I will say, um, and I think you can get him signed for under $6 million. But I will say right now my biggest issue with is uh, you're selling him incredibly low. He's the worst he's looked since he got here. So, Hexy created this log jam at forward, and he needs to fix it and make a move. Agreed. What about Lindy Ruff? No, thank you. Why would I want a coach who's been around forever and never done anything? I'd rather – you coach the team, Matt White. I would I would honestly, if they were to ask me, who would you rather coach the team? Matt White, the dude who just asked you about Lindy Ruff on Facebook Live, or Lindy Ruff, I would say Matt White. <laughs> who would you who would be your pick for head coach, Bill? Hackstall or someone else? Um I I've been a ha I've been more of a hackstall defender than most, but yeah, um I would take the field over him um i think they're grooming knoblock maybe uh knoblock is probably they probably want to go in-house if they were to replace uh if they were to replace 
Hackstall, but it seems too early for that. Um, they hired him as an assistant this season. He's got, you know, this two months worth, basically, of NHL experience. Knobloch as an interim wouldn't be entirely bad if Hackstall is fired midseason, but that's not happening. Lappy needs to go too. Should have been fired when Mullen was. Yeah, my biggest issue with the coaching staff right now is like, you know, I think maybe Hackstall can develop. I, I Again, I don't believe in him, but maybe you're looking to develop him. Uh, LaPerriere has proven he's not good at what they have him doing. Like this team has has been terrible in the penalty kill since he's gotten here. I, Trading Simmons will not bring in a haul. He's an upcoming free agent. He has one more. Uh, it's he's He's got this year and next year on his deal, so he's not a pending free agent. I love this. Need Moran. Change the philosophy of this team. More aggressivity. More aggressivity. Put the C on Simmons with one M. Giroux go away. And with a capital A, fire coach. You fixed it, Roger. You fixed it. Uh, do you think Hack is happy he came here aside from the money? I get impression he kind of just hates being the coach here. He may. Um, he was in a hockey market where he was, but, um, you know, culturally, uh, you know, North Dakota, UND, and uh, Philadelphia, big difference. So he might not be happy here. I wouldn't be. I mean – you gave me Dale Weiss. I quit. That's what I would say. Uh, never say I never thought I'd say this, but I'd rather see Matt Reed on the ice over Laterra. Of Weiss, Laterra, and Reed, I would choose Matt Reed. Um, but they're just done with him, I guess. I don't. I, I don't know. Just be, like I know Matt Reed can like work on the penalty kill, which those two don't do. And like I know he can. I just know of a couple of things that Matt Reed can do. I have seen zero from Weiss and Laterra. So if I had to choose between those three, my choice would be Matt Reed, but I don't want any of them. I still like this team. Just replace Manning and Alt with Moran, punt the coach, try Vecchioni over Laterra. That's part of my frustration is I do see talent. Um, I don't think they're cup contenders, but I do see talent and I do see building blocks. I just want to see more, you know. I would punch Hack in the face if I got a free shot, says Michael Aceto. Um Don't go to jail for assault. It's just hockey. Saul on Twitter, there was a lot of scouts at the games. Does that mean Hextall has been on the phone? Definitely could mean that. Could be advanced scouts, you know, guys the Flyers are playing or, like, you know, haven't played and so no one's really got an eyes on them yet. Could be someone scouting the other team. Scouts of the game doesn't necessarily mean something, but, um, I mean, if Hextall's not on the phones, he's uh, not doing his job. Kent Manderville. Man, I must be far behind. I'm just going to scroll down here. Uh, Patrick isn't impressive, to be honest. What are your thoughts? I think since he's come back from the injury, he's looked really good. Um, it's going to take some time. He he was never going to be Austin Matthews. Uh, it's it's going to be a learning process for him. Um, he's not the fastest skater, so he's always more dependent on his size and his strength, his ability to protect the puck, 
and um, get to the net off the rush uh, that way by protecting the puck and using his body to get in there uh, and play give and go uh, using his size to curl off the defenders. And now he's in a league where everyone's really, really fast um, and also, you know, strong. So it's going to be an adjustment of, okay, how can I use my, my, how can I get stronger? How can I use while I'm not all that fast? I need to figure out what I can and can't do at this league. It was always going to be a transition for him. Um, but he's a guy I'm glad is getting reps at this level. It's going to take time for him to become who he's supposed to become. So the fact that he's here now is great because, you know, if it takes two years to develop him, he'll only be 21 and not 25. That's, that's my thing with the rest of these guys who aren't playing. Like, if not now, when? First call up right now, Martel Vecchioni Limblom. Can't go wrong with anyone, really. I get people want defensive Moran called up, but we need goals and secondary scoring. Um, I would think Vecchioni, uh, just because of his age, and um, you know, he got a couple of games up here last season. What he played two games. I would think Vecchioni. I don't think they're really sold on Martel. Last I checked, he was shooting like thirty percent, which. You know, he's got a ton of goals, but no one shoots 30%. Um, Lindblom, I expect up after Christmas. Oilers are a mess, too. Lost 8-2 to to St. Louis. Exactly why tanking doesn't work. Doesn't work. Does not work. Favorite dropkick song? Eh... Boys on the Docks, maybe. I love that song. Yeah, go with that. All right, guys, uh, we're coming up. Coming up on like 57 minutes here, so I just want to thank you all for hanging out again. Always fun to do these. Much more fun when they win, but uh, hey, we all get to complain when they lose. Uh, someone else will be with you tomorrow. I will not be doing the post game tomorrow. Um, might be Steph, might be Kelly. I never know. I haven't even... Look, actually, you know what? I can bring up the schedule right now. I can tell you who's on uh, game coverage tomorrow. Uh, it looks like Steph will be doing post game tomorrow. So get all your questions ready for Stephalicious D. Steph Driver. Uh, I had a great time tonight, even though the Flyers lost. It's always I just like hanging out with you guys. You know, it's better to better to yell with you guys than to yell to TV and scare my dog. You know, <laughs> so it's just. Uh, just what we're dealing with right now. Hopefully they get it turned around. Hopefully we get to see some more of the kids as the season goes on. That's all I got for tonight. So uh, till next time, folks, have a good one. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or... I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.